Welcome to another podcast on the Autodesk AEC channel. I'm your host, Ralph Bond. What you're about to hear is part one of a phone conversation with Terry Bennett of Autodesk, Donna Huey with Atkins, and Marty Janowitz with Stantec. All three will be featured in a panel discussion titled Building Resilient Infrastructure for Future Clients at the upcoming October American Council of Engineering Companies 2015 Fall Conference, October 14 through 17 in Boston. This is part one of a two-part podcast series that provides a sneak peek at what these experts will be sharing. In part one to follow, Terry asked Donna and Marty to define resilient infrastructure. Then Terry asked each, what is the first key element to building more resilient infrastructure? I find a clear connection between the ACEC Fall Conference's opening speaker, Dr. Robert Ballard, you know, the person who discovered the Titanic, and his topic about new ages of exploration, and really, you know, our panel's topic, which is about building resilient infrastructure for future cities. You know, both of these relate to kind of new ages of exploration, and which in our case is really thinking about how do we build infrastructure differently. Uh, to be more resilient, um, while also addressing, you know, the impact of technology disruptions that we see changing both the intellectual and physical production of our, you know, infrastructure systems. So, Donna, from kind of from an Atkins perspective, and to frame up your presentation at the fall conference, how would you kind of define resilient infrastructure? Gary, I would define resilient infrastructure as that which is formed really from the basis of understanding the interdependencies. Uh, you have to look at natural risk, you have to look at the inherent risk of the infrastructure asset itself, and now we also have to look at cyber risk. So and even more important than that is also to recognize the interdependency of just the context in which that infrastructure resides. So what is the socioeconomic conditions? You know, how have the stakeholders been engaged and, and what do they know and what does their future look like? So really, truly understanding those interdependencies is what forms the basis of resilient infrastructure in my mind and from Atkins' perspective. Oh, excellent. Marty, same question to you. you know, what is your view and you know, Stantec's view on this? I, first, I, I would be remiss in not mentioning, because since you brought up the Titanic, and I'm speaking to you from Halifax, Nova Scotia, that when the Titanic went down, most of the survivors came to Halifax Harbor and to Halifax, and we have the cemetery here where the the person is buried who has the name of the character played by Leonardo DiCaprio. So that's much more important than resilience, but I will talk about resilience too. Uh, from our point of view, we look at resilience also systemically and in terms of integration, but we realize that from the point of view of those who are dealing with it, it's about putting the systems in place and the planning in place and the thinking in place uh, to help communities adapt and thrive and respond, and from some point of view, in some cases of severity, even endure in the face of uh, stresses and shocks, uh, many of which are either unanticipated or although they may be generally anticipated, like an earthquake, you don't know when they're going to strike. And so it's really about planning ahead, but in a holistic way, uh, such as Donna is suggesting, uh, and when you do have to respond, to, to respond such that you're actually advancing the community, you're rebuilding with a notion on where your future is, uh, and if that's in mind and that's at the heart of what you're doing, uh, then you have the ability to adapt, uh, which is really the, the, the uh, ultimate goal. 
Oh, excellent. That's actually good insights. Marty, to continue that theme real quick, you know, what do you feel is kind of like the first element to building more resilient infrastructure? You know, knowing that we're going to be designing realistically today, um, any infrastructure is going to have to last to 2070 and beyond. You know, how would you, what was the first step that you think is critical in making this happen? Uh, the first step is not to do anything. Now, you may think that's an odd thing to say, and by that I mean uh, not to go forward half-cocked. Uh, think, oh, we have a potential problem, therefore we're going to start to build stuff. You are going to build, uh, we're going to strengthen and make everything larger and taller and bigger and create more infrastructure in order to respond. So uh, I think the first step is to pause, albeit briefly, Consider your aspiration for the future, where you think your community is heading, what your future uh, is best visualized towards, what kind of a, of a community you uh, think for a variety of reasons you're, you're wanting to be and can be. And then the second step is to consider very closely the ground of where you are today. What are the conditions? What are the risks? As Donna said, you know, what are the, the circumstances and the resources and the constraints and the possibilities that, uh, that come to bear. That then leaves you with a piece that connects those two elements, and that's the path. Uh, and so the, the path of resilience is to figure out how to work from the ground of where you are towards the aspiration and possibility of what kind of community you can be, and within those two polar realities, to figure out how to plan, how to resource, how to engage stakeholders, how to build alignment, and ultimately how to frame and then implement the, uh, the steps and stages that will build that quality that is strengthening as it is moving the community forward. hope that makes relative sense. Well, very good. That's, that's, that's very excellent information. Donna, um, from your end, um, what do you see as the first key element, kind of following on what Marty was talking about? Well, first, um, Marty took some of my words right out of my mouth. Um, I would say exactly the same thing. Don't do anything right away. Um, we can't start designing before we truly understand the need. And the one thing we know today is the need's different today than it was yesterday, and it'll be different tomorrow. So the first key element is really engagement, engagement with the people that are going to use the assets, people that are going to be protected by or take advantage of the infrastructure we put in place. And the one thing we also know is people are inherently becoming more and more connected. And as more people are connected to the Internet, they receive more information, their behaviors change. Behavior is constantly being altered, and it's this one variable that we don't have a pulse on yet as the pace in which these connections are gaining strength. So we have to respect the fact that the nature of the people is changing, and engagement with those people and how they're going to use that infrastructure is also going to change. So first step is sitting down and truly understanding the use, the future, the context, and making sure that when we do design it, it's designed right. And to echo another one of Marty's comments, we still can't sit back and take all the time in the world to do that. There's some urgency around this, particularly in certain areas where we're facing, you know, aggravations of sea level rise and, and other climate change risks. The time is going to run out, and we, we do have to get these people around the table. We do have to engage, and we have to understand what they need, um, and then we need to design to that need. 
Be sure to listen to part two where Terry opens by asking Donna and Marty relative to cloud, Internet of Things, sensors, reality computing, BIM, and more, can these technologies help us refine, even reset, what the key demand from cities will and should be to impact the products we produce like resilient infrastructure? For more about the upcoming ACEC Fall Conference, visit www.acec.org forward slash conferences. Stay tuned for more podcasts here on the Autodesk AEC channel.